Donald Trump 2024? Ron DeSantis 2024? Or what about Don Ron 2024? Yeah, let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our Cardio Miracle Studios. Hey, if you want to go ahead and take advantage of the best resource I've ever found to help support heart health, we'll head over uh, to CardioMiracle.com. I'll talk about that more later, but today we are going to talk about, yes, not just the idea of Don Ron, but specifically, could that duo help prevent worst case scenario for not just our country, but dare I say, for our planet, joining me from the uh, Constitutional Rights Pack, Carter Clues. Welcome here to The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you, Brian. It's great to be here. I appreciate everything you do. I watch you, and it's uh, always fascinating. Carter, thank always. you. Let's hope, we, let's hope we can measure up to your past performances. <laughs> Carter, I appreciate you uh, very much. Thank you for the, the kind words. And uh, mutually, uh, looking forward to digging into all the great things you guys bring to the table. Uh, you guys have been doing great work over the Constitutional Rights Pack and, and obviously helping fight back. I see some recognized names, some past guests here on the show uh, that have earned your support, like the, uh, the likes of one Thomas Massey, congressman there from Kentucky. So obviously we're walking in the same circles. But uh, before we start digging into a little bit of the nitty gritty of all the stuff you guys are doing over there, do us a favor, Carter, first introduce yourself here to the Brian Nichols Show audience and then maybe a little bit more context into the work you guys are doing at the Constitutional Rights Pact. All right, Brian, thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. I am a uh, veteran Washington political operative. Somebody told me once, you know, you ought to preface that with an apology. Um, but I've worked at the at, in Washington for about 50 years. And uh, I think what I've learned over those 50 years is as bad as people think it is, it's worse. Okay, there is. I worked for the National Right to Work Committee, tremendous organization. I was the director of communications for the U.S. Senate uh, Conference of the Majority, um, communications director for Judicial Watch, right across the board here. And the more, the longer you're there, the more you feel like I need to take a bath. Okay, uh, and and so what we're doing now, Constitutional Rights Pack, is we are staking out. The tough ground. We we consider ourselves right at the front of the fight to take back America, and I do mean take back because right now the other side is pretty much in total control. So I think that kind of sums it up. Carter, I appreciate the outline, and I I teased it. What we're going to dig into later in the episode, and that is Don Ron, a possible hybrid Don Donald Trump, is a Don Trump, Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis campaign. But before we do that, that seems to be maybe like the best case scenario to help avoid in in kind of what we we're talking about before we hit record, and that is the worst case scenario, right? You you've been in this industry, this world for a, a number of years, as you outlined in your intro. So you obviously have gone through. You've seen the best. You've seen the worst, and from what we talked about before we again we hit record this is getting to be the worst so kind of set the stage here for us carter where do you see the country right now and why do you think it's such an important time for us to be having this conversation brian where i see the country right now is in the midst of a fascist takeover i'm just going to lay it on the line um i you know i think that uh, big government uh big business have combined efforts now 
to essentially wipe out wipe out individual freedom and somebody's gonna say well that's kind of extreme well let's think about it now um, a couple years ago we had big government and big business combine to shut down businesses all over the country shut down our schools shut down our churches they told us well it's only for a couple weeks 15 maybe 15 weeks 15 days no it was for two years and once politicians get a taste of that kind of power they never let it go so they staged the election and one of the reasons they did that was to stick this uh, this hand puppet in the White House and he is a hand puppet who will do whatever he's told as long as he gets the the pomp and the circumstance and he has trampled every right imaginable over the past two years uh, it, it, domestically and offshore you can't think of anything the man has done right okay he destroyed our energy industry with the stroke of his pen you know and then he went offshore and destroyed another country right uh, and we have to say, and anybody who doesn't think Ukraine has destroyed 400,000 dead young people, put that in perspective. The country only started out with around, what, 30 or 40 million people. So put it in perspective as to we only lost 250,000 in World War II in this country. So everything he has touched, they have used the iron fist of government to trample human rights. And they keep saying, you know, the main, remember his, his, uh, his Reichstag speech in September 1st of last year in Philadelphia. We have to restore democracy, democracy. <laughs> well, number one, I mean, I'm sorry. That's the way he, that's, we are not a democracy to begin with, no. but if we were, do you think the American people would have voted to destroy our energy industry? I don't think so. Do you think the people would have voted to have, have some idiot president trigger double-digit inflation? I don't think so. Do you think the American people wanted us to spend, I think it's close to $500 trillion now, in supporting a crook grifter like Zelensky? I don't think so. So the democracy facade was for one reason, and that was to trample, to trample individual freedom and a democratic republic. And that's where we are, and they are doing it, and they're doing it well, and our side's doing a damn poor job of fighting back. Well, and that goes to, there you go. Thank you for the, the segue there, Carter. That was a great segue <laughs> to what can we do, right? And this is kind of where I, I wanted to tee up today's main conversation is that you see there, there seems to be many different schools of thought. Uh, one school of thought is to play the game but play it better. The other school of thought is to go in and clean house, admit that you're you're kind of, you know, you're at a point where we, we can't keep doing this sunk cost fallacy and we need to cut cut our losses and and if start fresh, start fresh. There's another approach where it says, you know, hey, we're we're on the the tail end, might as well just live live to the the best we can until we're, you know, we're we're out just yeah. flaming out. And then there's the other the, the catastrophists, right? Doom and gloom. Um, woe is you know the sky is falling, end of the world. Now, yes, things are are getting bad, but is it getting that bad? I I don't know. Well, I guess we'll discuss that today. But th with all these different schools of thought, right, Carter? You look at where we right. are with the 2024 election, and there there has been more or less 
those ideas represented not just with, uh, I'd say, the main contender in the GOP with Donald Trump, but also with the the backbench, right? The folks leading the charge like Ron DeSantis, like Vivek Ramaswamy, um, going through and actually raising these issues up, but doing so kind of sounding the alarm, right? And and to the point you're raising, trying to to bring some some attention to this but then there's other folks that were on stage there who who simply say you know you know we're we're you know the best country in the world we've got to get back to our our principles and doing what makes us great so i think there's a lot of discrepancy right. on stage right give us right. some of what your remedy your your you know your prescription would be to actually address the problem we're seeing but which of those kind of approaches do you think is going to be the best means of actually tackling the main issues well, your, your summary of it, it was perfect, and those are all the various scenarios that we're looking at. Uh, I personally think we are, and I'm going to say it, I'm not a doom and gloom type guy. I'm a pretty optimistic guy, but I, I think right now the sky is falling, and the problem we're having is that those that we elected and those that the American people have tried to support, the conservative Inc. in Washington, are doing nothing to hold the sky up, let alone reverse the fall. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I watched that debate. Uh, what a sorry performance, except for Vivek there, who, who seemed to say all the right things. And, and I happen to like the guy. Um, but the rest of them, you, you know, back in, I'm old. So I remember when Ronald Reagan ran and he had seven people in the, in the 1980 election opponent opposing him. And we used to call it Donald Reagan and the seven dwarfs. Well, you know, there's eight people opposing, uh, uh, a, a Trump, and I, I call it the White Knight Trump and the eight elves, because I didn't see anything up there that really pre impressed me other than Vivek, who is obviously running for vice president, and I think probably could make a very good vice president. He's 38 years old. Um, that would set him up for being maybe in, in 2028 the youngest elected president any ever. Kennedy was elected. Uh, when he was 43, yep. so Vivek would be 42. So I think those who were up on stage, I, here, I, I'll tell you what I found missing that you find with Trump and you didn't find with any of those eight, and that's the sense of outrage. Hmm. You know, I, li I live in, 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 in New York, Pennsylvania, on a street in, uh, that is lower middle income. I purposely chose it because I like working people and I don't like wealthy people, okay? I'm just telling you my own per my father was a Methodist minister and uh, likewise <laughs> yeah it really yeah. yeah and so so you know where I'm coming from you know we, we like the working people we I grew up in blue collar Baltimore back in the day when it was a great city um, and these people on the street are hurting this is not a joke to them this is not a matter of well let's have a good discussion here no this is bread and butter to these people they can't. One of the my, my good friend Lou, a black friend down the street, has a, a window washing business. He's had. He has an old white van, and he he works his rear end off. Well, he can hardly pay for gas now, thanks to what's been done to these people. You know, I look at my other neighbors, and they are hurting. This is not a joke to them. This is not a matter for idle discussion, as we saw at that debate. And let me, while I'm on a roll here, let me talk about some other people who are letting us down. And that is the Republican majority. I'll get the conservative ink in a minute, but the Republican majority in the House. Where are they? Jim Jordan, who I adored, has turned into Trey Gowdy 2.0. Okay? Well, I'm going to talk, and I'm going to talk, and I'm going to stop 
talking and do something. Impeach Joe Biden. Impeach Mallorca at DHS. Impeach uh, Gonzalez or whatever his name is over at education. Start the impeach. And for God's sake, impeach uh, Mary Kimler. I'm sorry, Garland. All right. Do something. I like it, Carter. Um, but let me tease the next question of, of our, our show that we're going to be covering. And that is, what, again, what's the best way to actually accomplish that if it is through the GOP? Is it through Donald Trump and someone like a Vivek Ramaswamy or someone like a Ron DeSantis? We're going to discuss that. But first, we're going to go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, folks. You know who that sponsor is. It is the one, the only Cardio Miracle, folks. If you want boundless, truly boundless energy, if you want optimal heart health and a fresh start, look no further. Cardio Miracle is a revolutionary natural supplement that increases nitric oxide levels to relax blood vessels, reduce your blood pressure, and strengthen your cardiovascular system. I've been using Cardio Miracle now for over three months, and yes, I can in fact vouch for Cardio Miracle, and yeah, the, the Cardio Miracle difference, it's real. Uh, I love it as a pre-workout. I love I take it twice a day, morning and night, but I work out early, early a.m., and I've noticed my lift and my pump has gotten so much better uh, at the gym, number one, but number two, I'm sleeping so much better, uh, and, and also I'm having way much more energy than I, I did before, so uh, by boosting the circulation and the blood flow, here's how it works. Cardio Miracle delivers more oxygen and nutrients to your body's cells, which leads to enhanced energy, yes, reduced fatigue, yes, better sleep, yeah, and better health, a uh, heart health function. Optimized nitric oxide levels lead to also lowered body inflammation as well. So if you want to join the thousands of other folks who have transformed their health with Cardio Miracle, visit CardioMiracle.com today and use code TBNS at checkout for 15% off your order. And by the way, folks, did I mention there is literally no risk. There's a 100% money back guarantee. So what do you have to lose other than those sleepless nights and also that uh, worry of wondering, are you doing the best you can for your heart health? So make the choice to take charge of your heart health, experience renewed energy, and embrace a healthier, happier life powered by Cardio Miracle. And again, get 15% off your order using code TBNS at checkout. Your heart Will, thank you. By the way, one more time, if you click the link in the show notes, by the way, it'll bring you right to CardioMiracle.com where the 15% discount will automatically be applied. But if you're an old school uh, fuddy-duddy like uh, yours truly and you want to see that just actually take place there at checkout, go ahead and uh, use code TBNS, 15% off your order, CardioMiracle.com. All right, Carter. What are we going to do here? The GOP, right? Uh, are they going to, in fact, go with uh, you know Donald Trump as the, the president? And then what are they going to do behind the scenes? Are they going to bring someone like a Ron DeSantis, a Vivek Ramaswamy, or someone else we haven't talked about? And will that, in fact, help make the difference in, in terms of addressing the problems we talked about beforehand? Well, uh, my opinion, I would be satisfied with Vivek. I mean, uh, I'm not sure he's entirely trustworthy. He certainly is a great talker. But he says the right things, and I think if he were under Trump's thumb, he would do the right things. Um, I would be satisfied with DeSantis. I mean, he, he's a great, to me, he's a great governor. He's not yet ready for prime time. That has become clear as his campaign has unfolded. Let me tell you something. I was in campaign politics uh, for many, many years. I ran campaigns for governor, Senate, House across the country. 
when you have to fire your entire staff over and over again, the problem is not the staff, it's the candidate, okay? And so I, he's not ready for prime time, but I think he would make a uh, adequate vice president and he could learn on the job and then we'd be ready for him in 2028. So I think there's, there's a lot of hope in that direction. I'll tell you who, if I were Trump, I would be sitting down and talking to and trying to persuade her to become vice president is uh, Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard. I think she would make a great vice presidential candidate. I think she would bring a lot of votes with her. People like her. She's solid. Some of the social issues, I don't like her stand. But in terms of fighting for what's right, uh, she says and does the right things. What about RFK Jr.? Uh, RFK Jr., I would love to see RFK. Again, some of it. You know, he, his gun thing is it bothers me, but I love the guy. Um, I think he will bring. I think RFK. First of all, I think RFK Jr. is going to take out Biden. Okay? Really? Uh, yeah, I think that's what they're. I think he'll take out Biden. And tell me more. I want to hear more about that. Well, I think I think he'll slaughter Biden in the primaries. Is what's going to happen. Which is and and the Democrats want Biden. Uh, to walk away after the first of the year. They want to wait till after the first of the year, based upon my experience in politics, because they don't want to give uh, the um, Kamala Harris a chance to be president for too long, maybe 15 minutes, and that even that may be too long, you know, cackling Kamala. Uh, so they want to wait until after the first of the year, RFK will wipe out Kamala and Joe in the primaries, they will not allow RFK to get the nomination because the CIA won't allow it, even if they have to shoot the guy. Uh, but they will then turn to Gavin Newsom and that's and have that smarmy SOB as their nominee. That's my prediction. Well, and you can see, right? You're you're kind of you you're calling what you're already seeing, right? Newsom yeah. setting the, the groundwork. He's been trying to establish yeah. more of a, a national presence. He's calling out Ron DeSantis to, to do a debate. He's proposing amendments <laughs> to the Constitution uh, to, to in, infringe on, on the 2A. Like, you see, he's trying to to get more of a persona. And I think, you know, he, he obviously, of, of all the Democrats that are out there, he's probably their best choice beyond, what, Michelle Obama, Oprah, like, I, John Stewart. I don't know who else the left could even think about, about promoting. I mean, Andrew Cuomo was no. going to be that person in 2020 no. and then everything behind the scenes there, you know, fell, fell apart, including, but not limited to, and it should have been the main focus, the whole nursing home scandal in New York with the COVID cases, but that we've, right. we've addressed that a million times over here in the show. But right. yeah, I mean, looking at the Democrats, it, it kind of makes sense that Joe Biden, I mean, he, he's on his way out, right? Mentally, he's completely checked out um, and, and physically now starting to really be apparent it's catching up to him. And by the way, that's across the board for a lot of folks in Washington. We saw oh Mitch McConnell's brain break twice now in the past, like, what, three twice. weeks? Yeah. You, you know, you, here you have Joe Biden who goes to Florida and tells us, well, this hurricane reached the landfill. No, it's landfall. It's landfall. I mean, it's just everything the man says and does is just be, be, betrays the fact that he is t totally out of it. So mm -hmm. they're going to get rid of him, just like they got rid of Cuomo. And don't then they could move uh, Gavin Newsom up. Newsom cannot win. Newsom comes across as what he is, smarmy and sleazy. Okay, he's a Batman and villain. Oh, he is a bat. He's the Batman villain. Yeah, and he's he's like a, he's like a human lizard, and so 
he can't win except for the fact that let me let me tell you a little something years ago i was deep in the politics in honduras i own a home there my wife is from there mm-hmm. and uh i said to a member of their congress when the election was coming up i think it was the 2008 when america installed manuel Zelaya. america installed manuel Zelaya, and uh and i said to the, this member of congress well what 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 are you what are you looking forward to what, what's your hope for the upcoming election this before the election and, and and he said we're hoping to have one well that's where we are in america today four different scenarios would tell us we're not going to have a fair election for president coming up we may have had elected our last president in a fair election and that was in 2016 and now the powers that be including the cia the deep state after that mishap are going to make sure it never happens again that's my opinion Oof. that's our real danger that's our real danger and i can give you four scenarios where they're where they're laying the groundwork well how about this let's go ahead and do it now but let's maybe go ahead and aim that as a part of your final thoughts if you would um and, and if you would you know as you're going through and outlining those four different areas uh you obviously give us a little context in terms of what we can do to, to play a part in, in helping maybe impact the outcome, right? Because I think that's what we're trying to do here at the show is really direct the audience towards means of not just listening, right? To your point from very early on in the show, not just sitting there and talk, 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 but actually get into action. I'd love to hear your thoughts there as well. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think they're going to corrupt the primary. The Democrats are going to corrupt their own primary just as they did in in uh, 2020. Look, look uh, Biden was out of it. He was done before North Carolina. So they corrupted that election because Bernie was going to win, and I can understand their reluctance there, but they just said, no, Bernie's not going to get it. We're going to make believe that that uh, that uh, Biden is popular, which he never was. Look, Joe Biden could not get it. Eighty million, their designee. I think they will definitely corrupt the cheat on the counts in the uh, general election. Okay, there's no doubt about that. I'm in Pennsylvania. We know in the middle of the night, the governor of this state, uh, Kami the, Tommy the Kami, uh, decided that he would have 600 new votes come in for for uh, Biden on on ballots, absentee ballots that he then said do not need to have their signature verified, which was against the law in this state. So that's the second. That's the other scenario. I think they will take out uh, um, Trump, so that the Dem- the Republicans cannot nominate their own candidate. I think they'll take him out through this. Don't underestimate what's going on in Georgia. Look, the thing in New York with that uh, mad dog uh, Jack Smith, absurdity. We'll never go any. The Jordan thing, using RICO, was a stroke of genius. RICO is a bill of attainer. It's a frightening law that should, is unconstitutional. They, that they could use to take Trump out. The fourth is just shoot him if necessary, as Tucker Carlson says. That's yeah. where we are. That is where we are. So where? So you said, what's the alternative? How about the Republicans in the House standing up and saying something? Stop being deaf mutes. Hmm. Stand up and fight back. Fight for, you know, fight what's going on in Georgia. Say something. Do something. Defund the FBI. Defund the CIA. But the, the House has the power of the purse. Impeach people. Where are these people? We didn't elect them to take a nap, but that's what they've done. So the American people need to get on the phone. They need to call their member of the House, minus Scott Perry, 
Scott is, uh, you know, AWOL in the fight. AWOL, come on, Scott, wake up, smell the coffee, fight back. American people have to get a hold of their congressmen and say, we elected you to do a job, not to sleep on it. No more Helen Keller caucuses, right? I like it's 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 time for us to to mix things up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and by the way, uh, Carter, I really appreciate you helping you know, articulate that for the audience because again, we we do want to be able to inspire folks to to see that there's there's maybe you know opportunity for us to to get involved and have something that we can as a as a call to action, right, for today's today's show. Because yeah. I know I I listen to podcasts a lot, you know, and I'll I'll get frustrated. You, and it's natural. You'll you'll talk. You'll hear these issues, and sometimes you just feel like you're like a drop in the bucket. It's like, man, I can't really impact this, can I? You can. And you can. Uh, number one, calling your your representatives that's huge because that is not really often done unless it's you know by folks who are pissed off. So use that as a tool in your toolbox. But also sure. use the, the ballot box, right? The ballot box is the other means that is is the most. I say direct way to help actually articulate your voice. And that is through who you elect and who you vote for. But again, stop voting for these folks who go and sit in their hands and pretend that they can't hear and see anything. It's time. Yeah. It's time for us to to actually get some folks who have some cojones that uh, we can refer to like, like Thomas Massey, right? Folks, folks like him, um, you know, 2020, right. He he was the only person, the GOP who stood against that, that uh, cares act and, and God bless him because he, he, he said what was going to happen, and, and here we are today with the worst inflation we've experienced in decades, and it's yeah. a direct result of, of that that vote. Um, and, you know, he spoke hard truths. God bless him for, for being that person. But I, I said a lot there, uh, Carter, Carter. What do you have for us for uh, kind of as we're wrapping things up here? And also, where can folks go ahead and obviously continue the conversation with you, support Constitutional Rights Pack and all that good stuff? Just go to constitutionalrightspack.com. Sign up for the daily newsletter, and on top of that, you'll get an email from me, personal email from me, every day analyzing what's going on, okay, in addition to the newsletter. And you'll have my phone number on that email, my personal email address, and I respond to everyone. Because here's what's the real key. The important people, and this is my final thought, the important people are not these people in Washington inside the Beltway. They're the people in Heartland America. Mm. It's what they say that we need to hear we don't need to hear anything anymore. Talk, talk, talk from those inside the Beltway. They need to act, and that's up to the American people to push them to do it. Carter Clues can't agree more, folks. If you got some value from today's episode, beyond the call to action, which is reach out to your your representative, is to also share today's episode. Inspire more folks to get involved and take action. If you would please go ahead, tag yours truly at B Nichols Liberty X.com, formerly Twitter and also Facebook. Carter, where can folks go ahead and reach out to you should they want to uh, continue the conversation, but also find you guys on social media? Uh, constitutionalrightspack.com or look, email me, clues at gmail.com. Email me. Easy enough. I love it. It's a direct way to get in touch. Um, so please, yep. folks. And by the way, we'll include all those links in the show notes. So if you're uh, like many folks, you know, they're, they're at the gym working out, driving the kids to school, whatever it may be. Don't worry. You don't got to st- you know, stop, pull over, pull out a pen, paper or jot down your phone. Just you go ahead to your show notes. All the links are right there. I got you. I got your bag. No problem at all. Um, with that being said, by the way, uh, two things. Uh, you mentioned your email newsletter, Carter. I got to mention my email newsletter, Morning Sales Huddle. 
Huddle. We are back. Yes, for the past month or so, I have finally gotten back into the swing of things. Uh, we are not doing it daily. I apologize. We cannot do it daily because I need to be able to breathe because, yes, I am a new dad still, so five months into that. And thank you very much. And that's also why I, I you know, had to change the format of the show. We are doing five days a week. We're down to two or three. Uh, I was doing five emails a day for the morning sales huddle. Now we're back. Well, I had four months off there, but now we're back to one a week. So, folks, if you want to go ahead, get real actionable sales tips and advice to your inbox every single week, stuff that I teach my teams in the sales development world, things we see work in the the business-to-business environment, business-to-consumer environment, go subscribe to the Morning Sales Huddle. It's free. All I need is your email address and your first name, and you will be getting your Morning Sales Huddle every single week from yours truly. I would greatly appreciate it. I'm sure you would greatly appreciate it as well. Uh, That's number one. Number two, I am rocking our Magic Money Tree shirt here today, which you can go ahead and find over at our shop at briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. Use code TBNS at checkout there for 15% off your order. And then where can you find the show? You're finding us somewhere because you're hearing us talk. But just in case you didn't know, we had other versions of the show. Well, for video, we have YouTube. We have Rumble. We have Ben Swan's Sovereign, S-O-V. R-E-N, which by the way, if you are joining us on Sovereign, congratulations, because you're seeing today's episode before anybody else. That's your Sovereign exclusive. And yes, we are airing our entire episodes in their full length over on X.com. So if you want to go ahead and catch us over on, uh, yes, X.com, formerly Twitter, go uh, go to our platform there at B Nichols Liberty. And then for the podcast version of the show, uh, YouTube Music, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast delivered. Uh, you can find The Brian Nichols Show. Hit that subscribe button. And also, uh, when you're watching us on the YouTube versions of the show, subscribe button, little notification bell, and of course, hit that like button that helps us reach more people uh, with what we're talking about here at The Brian Nichols Show, which is to help bring the ideas of liberty to your average uh, individuals. Talking about solving the problems we see uh, uh, folks out there experiencing with our, our solutions, but more importantly, leaving folks educated enlightened and informed that's all i have for you today carter any uh, last thoughts before we go ahead and say goodbye to the audience today no just thank you for the opportunity brian carter it, it was, was an absolute blast thank you so much and folks again if you got value go ahead give it a share and by the way we're gonna go ahead and continue the conversation over here on youtube so stick around video should be popping up right about there otherwise with that being said brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show for carter clues from the constitutional rights pack We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.